and welcome back uh to yfts podcast week seven is behind us almost uh another lackluster monday night game as Not usual. That bad. what are you talking about this this point score is it i haven't been watching i was watching nick 23 14 at halftime it's a yeah, nick. i was watching the knicks yeah knicks are great right now he's randomly just gonna <laughs> I just assume. I just assumed it was lackluster. Never assume, Kelvin. Never assume. I mean, Mac Jones second, got benched, right? This is already the second highest scoring game of the, of the year. It's half of them oh. just started. Oh wow! What, 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 yeah. What What was the situation with Jones? I didn't even know. He sucked. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. He came in through two touchdowns back to back. Oh wow! I mean, he's also on one leg too. So yeah. So that could be. Well, it. then he shouldn't have been in. Listen, you can't all. play football with one leg, man. It's impossible. That's well. I mean, you, it is possible. It's not possible. I'm happy to see Ramondre still getting the bulk of carries. So, you know. Fields right. is uh, Fields is <laughs> doing great, by the way. Yeah, it is. Is that, is that sarcasm? Or? Oh, he's getting better. No. He, looks, he actually looks much better today. Oh, he has 82 yards on the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's fast. He's a very fast individual. He's also reading a lot of things. For, he's actually going through his progression today. Fields is he's leaving it all on the field. Nice. Wow. Nice. That was great. That was great. <laughs> like, like Peter says, who wants him more on the field? No. But we'll win the and game. no one wants him more than Justin. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. that's enough of this. We're back with uh, stat host, Kelvin, currently last place, uh, joined by Jason, uh, the commish. We got Eddie Two-Time, and we got Jack Mooney, as we have named him this year. And we are going to break down week seven and look forward to week eight uh, in fantasy football. Uh, as always, we'll start it off with the news and notes. Take it away. All right. Uh, there's a lot of news this week, actually. Not, unlike last week, when we have very minor and low, small news, this week, this week we have a lot of injuries. But we start with two bye week teams, the Chief and the Chargers. There's a lot of fantasy options and a lot of fantasy uh, players that are going to be on the bye this week. So hopefully we can help you guys fill in those voids a little bit. Uh, first thing first, I guess the biggest injury is Brees Hall. The rookie running back was on a tear. And then he hurt his knee as a possible torn ACL and most likely torn ACL. I thought you were going to say he was on a tear and then he tore. <laughs> uh, they, they, they fear it's a torn ACL, but most likely it is. So I'm, we're going to assume that he is going to be missing the season, especially the other news attached to it is James Robinson got traded to the Jets. So mm-hmm. we can assume the worst possible for Bruce Hall that he's out for the year. Uh, what are you guys going to be doing moving forward with Michael Carter and James Robinson? And what do you guys think the forecast for them? I was excited uh, for Carter when Brees Hall got hurt. And then after the trade, I'm not so excited. I think it would be more of the same with him. Maybe that 8 to 10 point range on a weekly basis. And possible upside of a touchdown. I still I still like Michael Car- Carter a little more. He's going to be yeah, more involved in the passing from- game. Yeah, it went from oh he's the only guy to now okay now you know James Robinson who's still a young player in the league was a third season for him who showed flashes in Jacksonville 
He's not uh, like a scrub, you know. Well, I well with with James Robinson, he did show that he had some type of big playability, but other than those couple of runs this year, he has been pretty mediocre. So like, I mean, I'm uh, talking about his, in his entire career. Like well, I mean, he's still coming off a, an Achilles, so he's not as explosive. I I think he's going to be more of a just like a goal line feature back. I don't think he's going to have that big of a role at least in the in the first couple of weeks. I think once he gets more a little more acclimated into the system, then maybe he has a bigger role. But for now, the ne- I think that for the next two weeks, I think Michael Carter is at least a flex. Well, for me, I I I think Michael Carter would be the running back to own there, especially since I'm assuming the Jets' offense is going to take a huge step back. And they're gonna start losing a lot. So Michael Carter's gonna be used a lot more because he's I think he's better in the past game. They lost their left tackle or left guard, I forgot which one, uh for the year also. Uh to tie to the Jets news, Corey Davis also sprained his MCL, so he's gonna be out for multiple weeks too. Elijah Moore is not happy. That whole offense last two squeaky weeks wheel, ago, man. Squeaky wheel. That whole offense last two weeks ago looked amazing. And two weeks, everyone's upset. Hurt, gone, and Zach Wilson does not look. He does not look good at all. Yeah. So, uh, next injury, Metcalf, also another person with a knee injury. Uh, apparently, news came out recently to saying he escaped a torn ACL. Uh, it's just a long, uh, uh, long term injury now for him. So that's good news. I think that's bad news. Uh. What do you think about Marquise Goodwin, someone who scored two touchdowns this week? Uh, the Seahawks, I feel like, will be behind a lot of games, and I don't think Lockett's going to be the person with all those yards. I think he's a, like a deep flyer. If anything, he's a DFS play. But other than that, he's rosterable. He's, he's, if, he, if he plays a little more snaps, then I, I would like to see that. But uh, other than that, I, 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 it's a wait-and-see approach for Also, Chargers Goodwin. defense look really bad uh, this season so far. They're getting burned left to right, so... Uh, maybe it was an aspect of the game and the team that they played. Well, for wasn't me, Godwin wasn't Godwin like one of the fastest players in the league at one point. Yeah, no, not not Godwin, Goodwin. Oh, Goodwin, yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> he was. Yeah, but it wasn't, he was right. Yeah, he was. He was not. He was not a four-yard dash show. Yeah, he won that thing for a million dollars, something like that. But the point is, for me, is like I feel like Seattle's gonna be losing a lot of games that has we've seen in the past seven weeks. Half of the game has been like shootouts, and I don't assume that Lockett is gonna be the only person there. To yeah, get he's, de- he's definitely worth the net. Aren't yeah, the Seahawks I mean, in first place right now? Yeah, so, but a lot, like, I'm saying, yeah, but half of the game has been like forty. They've been scoring thirty plus. Yeah, game. true. For me, I just being I feel like it's a speculative uh, ad for him. I think he's worth adding for sure. For me, I I think the tight ends get a bump, like Will Disley. I think they get a little more volume in this in the passing game. Yeah. Uh, next person, uh, Mike Williams, another person, uh, that's your starting receiver one, receiver two. Uh, apparently, uh, news came out that he has a high ankle sprain. I think, uh, they're afraid of a possible fracture to the fibula, so he's gonna be out for multiple, multiple weeks. That offense is a mess. I mean, good thing they have a bye week, Keenan Allen could get healthy, but that offense looked like a mess even before this week. Uh, how do you guys feel about Justin Herbert moving forward? Keenan Allen's on one leg. Mike Williams gone now. He's still a buy low candidate for me. He still has the talent. He's he's yeah, he's a buy low for me. Are they gonna trade for someone? You guys think? 
They could Ooh. also sign OBJ. That like, I'm scared to sign. I mean, Elijah Moore is also upset. He's one target you could trade for. There's a few other people out and open. Hopefully, DJ Moore, but <laughs> <laughs> apparently they're not moving him. But that'd be nice. The deadline's week from tomorrow, right? On Tuesday, November first. Yeah, I think November first, November seventh. No, it's first. First, uh, but the point is, like, charges—they know they have this window before they have to give Herbert a massive contract. So they might go for it. We don't know, but yeah, it's bad news, man. Those are the three big, big news. Uh, Let's do go more of a minor injuries. I mean, the Chargers also lost, uh, not fantasy relevant, but they also lost J.C. Jackson for the year. Oh yeah, for the defense, yeah, defensive side. Yeah. I mean, that's more, my man. That team just can't stay healthy. Yeah, they've been dealing. Even last year, they were. I feel like it's every year. Yeah, for them. That's a waste of uh Justin Herbert's uh contracts years. Maybe lower. Yeah, can't maximize the talent around him. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's go some minor injuries. I mentioned Corey Davis already. Uh, Joku. Apparently, he got hurt his ankle. He he left the stadium in a boot. Apparently, it's a great one uh, spring, which is one to three weeks. And what seems like a depleted tight end market is even less now because he, was, he wasn't he was amazing. He gave you, what, 10 points a week probably average. So, I mean, that's pretty Which good. is like a top three tight end right now. So, I mean, now, now people <laughs> are searching for more tight end people, like more uh, tight ends to fill the void. Uh, Russell Gage, her is hammy. There's no other news besides I'm sure he's going to be fine in one or two weeks. Uh, Chubba Hubba, or <laughs> his ankle got an ankle sprain. Um, even Dante Foreman is he a must start? If Hub if Hubba if Hubba Hubba is out, then hell yeah, I think he's a miss. He's expected to miss at least this week. Yeah, I mean Foreman getting back to last year looked excellent. I mean, he had 15 carries for like 118 yards this past week. Yep. Yeah, he had a really good game. So, and that was against the number one rush defense. Well. Number two. This is a top tier rush defense, and they just yeah, absolutely yeah. destroyed them. I think Chubba Chubba Hubba, if he's out for a while, I'm definitely Even throwing he for him. Well yesterday too, though. Yeah, they both did. Yeah, against a team that's supposed to be good against the run, running backs too, which is kind of weird. That team's a mess, also. Oh yes. Uh, next person, Amaral St. Brown. Apparently, he got a concussion. He was ruled out for like, after the first quarter. But it wasn't a concussion. It wasn't, but it's so it, it, weird. It's Tua. It's the Tua rule now. You uh, can't get two of them or else you, you have to miss some time. Well, he screwed a lot of receivers, uh, a lot of uh, fancy teams because, you know, you started him. He gave you one point, and then he left. I mean, nothing you could do. Uh, I'm assuming he's going to pass the portal call and play next week. Uh, Alan Lazar, shoulder injury, unclear. I did do him for the test, but this is a person who's always missing games every year. Um, that whole offense looked like a complete mess, too. I think I will avoid all of that as well. Uh, Mike Boone uh, got a foot injury, but it was negative. They also signed Marlon Mack. I feel like the Broncos just, just grabbed <laughs> all these veterans. Like, they're, they're, the new, straws. they're the Ravens of last year. With zero success, though. It just said, oh, come on down. And um, I don't know. I, I, I like Marlon Mack before he got hurt, but his Achilles is also a, such a serious injury. It takes away all your talents, but it's just worth a note. Uh, Nico Collins hurt his groin, which is why he didn't play too much last week. Uh, Mark Andrews hurt his knee, which probably explains why 
he had no catches this past week. I mean, he still played through it, but he had a knee injury going into this the game. On National Tight Ends Day. I know. National Tight Ends Day was a disaster. Not a lot of people did well. Except well, for Kittle. For me, my yeah. boy Kittle, finally. Yeah, Kittle did well. He was finally. the one hyped for it. He made a promo for it. He was the person yeah. who knew about it. Made a wrestling promo leading up to the day. They had T-shirts made. Like I was watching uh, NFL Fantasy Pros, um, you know, the show before, and they were wearing like tight end <laughs> National Tight Ends Day T-shirts. I was like, "What the fuck is going on? What? Why is this such a big deal? Or why are they making it such a big deal? Because they're not loved enough, I guess. They do. They were the showing like highlights of like Greg Olson and like all of these older guys that retired. Because there's no highlights this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh Debo got a ham hammy injury, uh, hamstring injury. Uh, there's not further reports. I'm assuming he's going to continue playing. Uh, the next last. Well, biggest... I mean, I well, the thing is, they're on by week nine, so they might hold him out if it's serious enough. Yeah, uh, I mean, we'll hear further news whether he practices or not. I'm assuming he's not going to miss anytime. It doesn't seem too serious, but we don't know. Uh, I mean, Keenan Allen had a hamstring injury, and uh, he played this week with a bye week coming up. Also, so he only played he the, to play, the man. first half, right? Robin? I think he only played the first half. No, he played the second half too. I think I, I believe he didn't do too much though, but he played the second half. I remember. Oh, he just disappeared then. Yeah. Uh, the last biggest news is something that affected a lot of fantasy owners. Matt Ryan got benched. The Gosslinger is coming in. That's why I call him. Why well, do you call him this? Because Sam Ellinger, because if you move the E and H, you just put his first uh, letter as Slinger, so he's a Goslinger. I don't what? know. What? what? Wait, it's hold on. Stretch. What? That is a stretch. I'm sorry. I, I, don't worry I, about I, it. I did not catch any of that. <laughs> don't worry about it. So S is, and then Linger, so Slinger. Slinger. So he's a Goslinger. Don't worry about it. This just oh, this is the process. He's we could we could come up with something better than that. Come on, he's gonna come in and then cure this entire offense. What is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? This? What he's really good. I I think he's good. What is that team gonna do? He he, he balled down the preseason, dude, and he has this athleticism. The whole team is trash. Oh yeah, Cole, oh, there you go. That's why. That's where <laughs> it's coming from. Fuck, fuck the Colts. <laughs> well, for fantasy purposes, he's he's a very accurate short to medium passer, which works well with the team that he has, and he can I, run. Yeah, and I think for the fantasy purposes, Pittman uh, will get more reliable targets. At least I think so. I think the tight ends will too. Yeah, I, I just do Pittman because he's one of the people who drafted really high. He's one person who will get reliable targets from Allinger. Hopefully that opens up uh, the running game. Because well, I mean, good. their strength the last year, especially was the offensive line, and the offensive line hasn't been great at all. That's partially because Matt Ryan is just a stationary target. I mean, no, but even for Taylor. I mean, Taylor's been lackluster this whole year. And, I mean, they also don't give him enough rushing attempts. Yeah, he, he only had 10. He only had yeah. 10 yesterday. Yeah, yeah. 10. Sheesh. Well, hopefully, I mean, for a player uh, that, you know, was supposed to potentially repeat as, a, you know, a rushing champion, he's not getting the opportunity. This will be the second coming of uh, Derek Henry, right? Oh, yeah, good luck. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Fuck the Colts, man. Let's but, move on. Moving forward, I think the offense... I, th- I think he gets a boost. I, I never like Matt Ryan coming in. People think he was a huge upgrade for some odd reason. Maybe if he was five years younger, yes. But I, not... spent a lot of, I spent a lot of time today watching uh, or reviewing what people were saying about the Colts going in, and I felt so good about the Titans. <laughs> well, that's, uh, 
that's a long list of injuries, and hopefully next week is less than this. Not that fantasy relevant, but Tannehill is dealing with something. Oh, I forgot. Did um, I skip over him? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, he was on my list. Uh, he did. He did leave the stadium with a walking boot. Also, I feel like yeah. a lot of people walk away with walking boots this year. But it's weird because they they said he had an ankle injury, but when on the play he goes down, he's holding his knee. So I don't know if it's a little more serious than they're letting out. Well, because your knee is connected to your ankle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> but news the, to but me. The, but the walking boot doesn't go up to your knee. Yeah. <laughs> so t- if Tannehill is expected to miss some time, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can, have a, you can have a knee-high walking boot. Maybe, maybe it was actually a boot that you're just walking for fashion. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe these boots were meant for walking. Exactly. Functional, but not stylish. Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe stylish. New age. That's true. And that's gonna wrap up the news and the notes. (laughs) Stop right there. (laughs) All right. Uh, all right. Cool. That's yeah. Like Jack said, there's quite a long list. Um, a lot of new fantasy options. Uh, to play around with this week. And from that, we'll move on to the pits and the cages. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! I'll go first. All right. All right. My pit this week is a player who, for, for pretty much this season, has been consistent when no one thought he would be, is uh, Josh Jacobs. I, I am one of those people. I had no belief in him. I did, too. I wrote him off after – I wrote him off getting back to the beginning of last year. I mean, yesterday he finished on 20 attempts. He had 143 yards. With three touchdowns, also threw in some catches, not too many, but he had three for 12 yards. And uh, in the last three games, he's rushed for at least 140 yards. Uh, he, you know, he's looking like a player that is such a steal in drafts when everyone was down on him. I don't think anybody was excited to have him, even if the guys that drafted him. He's a player like you see him in a draft position, you're like, oh, I guess I have to take him here, you know? And in our league, it's paying off for Nick. Well, he looks he passes every all the tests, the eye test, like the the measurables, like what he's producing. It's just ridiculous. He's he's on a tear. Yeah, he's really on the hot streak right now. Um, What's the eye test? The eye test when they look, you know, they're doing something and it looks he looks confident and good doing it. Uh, yeah, it's not the, it's not just the numbers that he's producing. It's just oh, you're thinking like eye test. Yeah, I, I thought he went to the doctor got an eye test, and <laughs> he's like, I know how he did. <laughs> Could be that too. Maybe he got good contacts. Maybe he couldn't. Yeah, maybe, maybe he, he got, got some LASIK. LASIK. Yeah, he got LASIK. some LASIK. Was that player that had a that needed glasses or something. I think. Mean, oh, Jameis. Jameis. James got LASIK. Yeah. Oh, James. He's still just as bad. Entertaining. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, Jacobs looks absolutely incredible. Definitely a steal yeah. right now of the draft. I mean, RB1 in our league, RB1 in most leagues. Yeah. Um, and he gave, you know, normally he gave 40 points because of all the bonuses and stuff. And that's fantastic. He might have single handedly won Nick the, the week. Probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, I can go next. My pit this week is Juju Schmidt Schuster. Man, say that, we- say that again. Keep saying Juju Smith Schuster. Juju Smith. <laughs> oh, just oh, like uh, like Eddie's been saying for the last uh, I don't know, say three weeks. He keeps saying Muslim, Muslim. Hey. 
Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> He's not a juju. He's a Muslim Muslim. Anyway. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> wow. wow. It took you that long? Yeah. We we uh we wrote off Juju as everyone else did. Um too much time on the TikToks, but uh last two weeks he's absolutely produced for these Chiefs, uh eclipsing over hundred yards in both games and a touchdown. Uh this past week he caught seven of eight targets, 124 yards and touchdown. And he looks like the lead guy in that in that wide receiver court at this moment. Sell, 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 sell. I'm yeah. selling the shit out of Juju. Yeah, his long his touchdowns have been his long touchdowns, and I feel like those are very fluky. But so, just like that offense, like I feel like it's it spreads the ball too much overall to trust on somebody like him consistently on a week to week basis, if not as a bye week filler. That's true. I mean, he also has Kelsey who had a poor game. Um MVS and Michael Harmer are still getting their share of targets. Yeah, all three of them have produced. Yeah. MVS had a hundred. I mean, they put up 44 points. Nicole uh, had three touchdowns, right? Or two? Yeah. Two he, or three. You know, he had three. He had three. He's, he's actually he had, one of my did you knows. So. He scored last week also. He did. Yeah. I mean, that offense is clicking on all cylinders uh, despite not having amazing receivers going from Tyreek Hill uh, to Juju's being number one. Uh, but still, nothing stopping them. Yeah. I mean, I think Mahomes felt a little disrespected coming in this year. You know, everybody was kind of down on him without Tyreek Hill. And when Tyreek Hill said uh, Tua's throw just as good as Patrick Mahomes, come on, come yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, in that situation, what do you want him to say, you know? Like, he's got to back his guy. That's why, you know, when I back the Knicks sometimes, I know it's stupid, but hey, hey, I got hey. I to I gotta back my guys. Not this year, not this year. No, not this year. It won't this, be is stupid. this is the year. This is the this year. Is the year. Yeah. You guys, we, we sound like Mets fans. <laughs> oh. 42 wins this year. 42. That's all, that's all I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's uh, my pit. Uh, who wants to go next? Well, next, my pit this week is my boy, Travis Etienne. Uh, 114 yards on the ground with a touchdown. He looks very good. He has the burst. James Robinson got traded. But he got the juice. He got the juice. He got the juice. Yeah. Juice. Uh, this is what people drafted for. Now he's he should take over the RB one now moving forward. Um, I mean I'm only expecting what he did this past week as a usual. So I mean for me I I had to put him as my I didn't Absolutely. put him first. I was like you got to do it, Jack. Are you kidding me? Because I have been talking about this guy every week, so but, I had to do it. I think I, I think moving forward he is going to get close to 100 yards. He's been doing the last two weeks already. He might be a league winner now because he's he looked absolutely fantastic, dude. Ridiculous. I like, I like the sound of that because I own a lot of leagues. Yeah. He, well, I mean, we, you throw Travis Etienne 80% of snaps, and he's getting, like, basically – did he have all the rushing back touches, running back touches? Uh, Pretty much. I mean, Zay Jones, I rushed, had, Zay Jones had a rush, but for running backs, yeah. I don't think James Robinson had a touch, and no, he's now off the roster, so, like – Who's gonna I mean, that was probably done Michael. because they, yeah. they knew it. they were trading him. Yeah. Well, he looked phenomenal, so. He did have oh, that Jermichael. fumble, though, which was annoying. Jermichael Hasty had one attempt. Okay. He was the so, only other running back to uh to see the backfield. Yeah. Well, Travis ECN, I think he's a league winner. For sure. I like the sound of that. I will go last with this pits and cages. My pit this week. I'm going to put some respect on the Giants. 
he's not he's not he's not my DJ, but he he's your DJ, Kelvin. It's about time. It's about Daniel time. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones had a great fantasy game. Two hundred. Before before you go on, I'm going to point out that Eddie was rooting super hard for the Jaguars. Well, I mean, you were rooting super hard. He, he super was just, against the Ravens too, only because so. you were super rooting super no, hard. No, it was you not. I did not start it. Absolutely not. Absolutely I did not. It. No, I didn't. Jack, no. who started it? About what? Who started rooting for the other team more? Uh, more harder. Everybody mm. was like, when did, the did, Ravens did, did something terrible, did. you guys were clapping. The entire room was clapping. Well, yeah, we, we, I think we. <laughs> you guys started it. Come on, man! I only did it because it was a, a re- uh, response. It needed knee jerk response. All right, I was not fine. there. I was not there I, because, because Eddie nothing, wouldn't have, have started nothing to he, do with this. Eddie wouldn't start because he knows the whole room is against him. Yep. All right. Fine. Fine. Hundred percent. Carry, carry on. Carry on. So yeah, it's not my DJs. Y'all, y'all DJ. Go. Don't include me into this. Uh, he had two hundred, yeah, over over two hundred passing yards. He had a touchdown, another hundred seven rushing yards. Which, like, when we we were making a uh, guesses while, while watching the game, like how many how many rushing yards does Daniel Jones have? 50, 60? And we see one oh seven, and he had a rushing score. He had a great, you know, great game. I think he's a uh, in stream consideration if he's going to continue running like this. He's definitely uh, like a punt option on in DFS at the QB position, but. I mean, if they're gonna if, if he's gonna run like this every week or you know like similar to this, then he's definitely worth the start. At least a look, you know. You guys agree or no? Uh, if you're if you're a guy that drafted like Russell Wilson and depended on him, and you're you've been streaming quarterbacks, yeah, why not? I mean, he also has a really good matchup with Seattle uh, coming up. So yeah, yeah. If you're streaming quarterbacks, I don't see why why not. He does have high upside, but the thing is, his floor is like so, like basement level. But he's not—he's not the worst start, at least this week. I'll probably be putting him in a couple DFS lineups this week. So that's my pit. I will continue with to the cages. My Nicholas Cage this week will be Debo Debo Samuel. He's in a scary situation. The last four weeks. He hasn't been rushing the ball. Like, you you know, you think Debo Samuel, Samuel is like, what, the hybrid running back, wide receiver, he's the wide back, right? Last four weeks, he has two rushes, two rushes, two rushes, and this past week, he only had one. Now, Christian McCaffrey's back here. He's probably going to have a bigger workload. Uh, and there's too many mouths to feed in this offense. I just think rest of the season, he's, he's scary to own. Mm-hmm. Especially for where he was drafted, he's kind of very yeah. He's definitely he's like a back end second rounder. Yeah. I, it's really hard to to have faith in him because you're just relying on that one big play. I think uh, he's only had one game over twenty points. Yeah, that's when he had like the seventy five yard reception. Yeah, well, you and know, it doesn't help that he has Jimmy Garoppolo throw to him. The guy is so off target all the time. He had him last year. Oh well. Yeah, he had him last year. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. But, but, but like, like Eddie was saying, he had more rush attempts last year. But now if he's also, relying he, on receiving. Yeah, uh, he also he said he didn't want to be used that way. Remember in the offseason? That was one of like the big things with the contract dispute. It's like he didn't like the way he was being used, even though it was successful. He just mm-hmm. didn't – he didn't like it. So maybe that's but, per his but request. A, but a lot, of, a lot of his fantasy output last season were on broken plays that he just somehow became wide open and was able to, you know – Run seventy five for a for seventy five yards for a score. Yep. It, it's it's he's a buy low candidate if you need a receiver two or three, but that's I feel like 
receiver three is what you're getting. Yeah. Would you like if yeah. if you had Juju Smith Schuster and he's on buy this week? Would you trade him for Kilo? Yeah, I, I do that. I rather have. A piece. I did. What was that? I rather have a piece of the Chiefs' offense than me too. I rather have Juju. Really? Yeah. yeah I feel like. Eleven. I feel like. Like when we go back to what we said before, well, what I said before about having too many mouths to feed on that Chiefs offense. But the thing is, you have Pat Mahomes. This uh, is what I think. I think there's more mouths to feed in San Francisco, especially with quarterback. Huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Mahomes were if Mahomes was playing for Four Niners, that'd be a different story. Man, if Mahomes, oh my goodness! Wow. You you have Kittle. You have Ayuk. Now you have CMC there now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Russell's still gonna be back up. Elijah Mitchell is gonna be back up too. All, like, Grapple's not gonna throw a ball like 30, 40 times, and they're not gonna score I mean, 30 a game. Yeah, so that's like, uh, I, I feel bad people drafting him. And I guess they get bamboozled because they expected him to be rushing. <laughs> bamboozled. <laughs> you, know, you know what, Jack? I do feel bamboozled. <laughs> I never liked oh, him. I, I, I forgot Kelvin had him. <laughs> I didn't like him as much coming in the season because of that, general, especially with Trey Lance coming into the season. I thought he, was gonna, he he wasn't gonna run the ball at all anymore. Yeah, it's just it's scary to own him. He's still worth it, like rostering, obviously, but you just gotta treat him like a receiver three for the rest of the season, at least in the time being, until something changes. Because I don't think think anything's gonna change. I, I don't think so. I think the, they they're gonna continue working on CMC. I don't surprise. I don't want to surprise seeing CMC getting four touchdowns the coming week. Yeah, just give it the ball to CMC. Yeah, you think he's probably gonna score twenty touchdowns for the rest of the season. I feel like every time he touched the ball this past week, it was like eight yards. Yeah, it was every good. time. <laughs> That's what him not knowing the playbook. Yeah, run straight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, give us your cage. My cage is uh, Eddie's favorite quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Definitely worth. He's worth. He's yeah, definitely cage this week. Twenty passing yards and uh, just fifty nine rushing yards. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the offense. I just feel like me, they don't have any receivers that he has that, that he could trust on. And then with Mark Andrews like, not fully healthy, that offense just looks abysmal. It just doesn't look good. Uh, his stat line looked like fucking Mariota's stat line this past week. He threw the ball only 16 times <laughs> and rushed the ball t- 10 plus times. Uh, it, not, and not just this week in general. Uh, past like two, three weeks, he hasn't looked like that guy you drafted, right? He he's not he didn't look explosive. Like the first three, three weeks, he looked great. You know, he was scoring left to right, rushing left to right. Now it just came that he came down down to earth or something. I think uh, it's a, I think it's a time to buy, absolutely buy him. Well, you're fucking biased, so obviously. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm putting my bias aside. Bias aside, if he just holds on to the ball and it, on these keepers, these these RPOs, if he just runs it and just keeps it. He gets 10 yards every time. Yeah, I don't know why he, he doesn't do it. He's getting hurt. He's getting carried about 20 times. Well, I don't think he's going to carry about 20 times. He still could throw the ball. He's just the ball. I also, I also, think about this. And, and if, he, if he holds the ball for every RPO play, the defense is going to pick well, it up. Not every, but like he. That's I what you're saying like right if, now. You know what I mean by every. I don't say, <laughs> I'm not saying what 100% of the time. I'm saying if, if in, instead of what, the three times, three out of 10 times that he does it, hold, do a five out of 10, do half the time. He's already just, carrying the ball like 10 plus times a week, right? It's not like he's not rushing the ball anymore. I think he should rush a little more. My dude has like my dude has like four touchdowns in the last four, three touchdowns in the last four weeks. Passing touchdowns. 
That's not so what you, you wouldn't you, buy low on him then? As as bad as quarterback has been, and you saw no the ceiling that he has. Sell, no one's gonna sell low on Lamar Jackson though. You're not gonna be able to get him for cheap. No one's like. What do you think you can get him for? Him? Yeah, I think that since there's a struggling Herbert, you get Herbert. You trade away Herbert plus. I would do it, or like. You literally just said that both these two are both struggling quarterbacks, but have potential to do much better. But I guess if you like the upside, but I'm just saying, like, if somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody likes the uh, has the upside of a uh, Justin Herbert, and you just you trade him away. I'm I, I'm saying I'm I'm holding Lamar Jackson if I have him. But quarterbacks sorry. are like the if I don't no one, have no one trades quarterbacks in our league or in most leagues, you know. For I me, know. I feel like. For me, it's Lamar Jackson doesn't have weapons anymore, man. Rashad Bateman's always hurt. He doesn't have a reliable weapon outside of Mark Andrews. Not that hard to come in. Just, I'm going to play defense on Mark Andrews. I'll try my best to play defense on Mark Andrews and try to shut him out. And there's no one else there for him to throw to. So, yeah, I think Lamar Jackson has the ability to break fantasy. Like He could, he could go throw for 250, have three passing touchdowns, another 100, 100 yards rushing, and, a, and another score. So, like, he's... He's one of very few people that could do that, and I want that on my roster. Even I know you said that people don't really trade quarterbacks, but this year is very different. Like you want to get somebody who's pretty stable, even though he's been really bad the last couple of weeks. I think he's a little. He's definitely more stable and has way more upside than a lot of other quarterbacks. That's just my opinion. For, for me, I don't want to break sound a broken record. Just no receivers there. Uh, Lamar Jackson is not as accurate deep throw as well. It's just a lot of things are negative right now. They should trade for weapon, uh, more receivers. I don't know. They, I didn't need. I didn't need an upgrade on, on their offensive uh, uh, team. Sorry. Trade for trade for Kadarius Tony. Anyone I mean, in, in our league, Lamar Jackson still the QB four. Yeah, um, a lot I of think that has most to do leagues, with yeah. a lot of that has to do with the week two and three. You know, those were like crazy numbers. But um, but yeah, quarterback is pretty rough this season. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is like a top ten quarterback, so and he's had some shit games. <laughs> all right cool uh i'll go next uh my case this week is michael gallup coming into a game with Dak back uh everyone expecting michael gallup's uh trend in the right direction he only had two targets for zero catches noah brown has seven targets um i don't know if it's just rust that Dak's trying to get off uh if gallup and isn't i don't know if he's no longer relevant in this offense. What do you guys think? Again, well, we sound like a broken record, but we say that this is for like that that offense as a whole. Dak doesn't really lock on the receivers. He likes to spread it. So the fact that Noah Brown gets seven targets is not surprising. I Dalton Schultz got a couple targets. C.D. Lamb got a good, a good number of targets, but leaving somebody who's going to be left out in this offense, and it it could be Michael Gallup one week, and then it could be Noah Brown the next week. So like it. It's hard for me to trust Michael Gallup, especially in a master matchup as good as this one. Yeah, was... it's a Detroit Lions give up the most points per game amongst any team, 32.3 points a game. Yeah, so like for them to not do it, well, for Michael Gallup not to do anything, just uh, I'm steering clear until I see something. He's definitely a bench, bench dash, bench dash, but other than that, I don't think he's much value. He was someone's RKO, right, last week? It's I don't talking, think so. Talking about that, huh? There you go. It's Jax. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I remember hearing Michael go. <laughs> nah, it didn't happen. I think oh, we all agreed. Was... I think we all agreed too. 
I mean, I, you wouldn't be surprised this coming week, like CD Lamb gets four targets and then Gallup gets like eight, nine plus targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, just to point out, um, out of the three RKOs last week, my guy had the most points. There you go. Yeah, we know. Well, <laughs> my guy scored zero, so anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie's guy got hurt halfway through, so <laughs> so you know it's worked out in my favor. It's not. It's not a tough. All, 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 the, all, all my guy had to do was stay healthy through the game. <laughs> all right, uh, give us your cage. Wrap it up, Jason. My cage is Leonard Fournette, who had a fucking awful game. He had eight carries for 19 yards. And where he usually thrives, he didn't in the receiving game. He only had two catches for seven yards, failing to eclipse 40 yards from scrimmage. And that offense uh, failed to score a touchdown against the Carolina Panthers. Um, Who? The Bucks. Yeah, I was kidding. Okay. No, the, the oh. CMC-less Carolina oh, Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even a team, man. What the? F- How do you lose to them? Yeah, P.J. Walker, you know, put the team on his back. But, yeah, the Bucks' offense just looks like a total mess. I mean, the most consistent guy in that offense is Mike Evans, who, for the most part, in an awful game for the Bucks, finished with nine catches for 96 yards. But how do you guys feel about Fournette going forward? Especially with the Bucks' lack of run game, I feel like it all depends on uh, Brady. I guess I mean that whole offense is like a mess. It looks like more of a team that you buy low, like Eddie said, like those like those players are doing so poorly. You could buy low on all these players, possibly. Is he a player you're targeting? Yeah, I mean it's Brady, man. He, I, I'm gonna assume that he's gonna turn the offense around eventually. I mean, I mean, think about it. He has he had two great games two weeks before. Maybe it's just a one off that he did poorly. The whole team did poorly. Yeah, but the matchup looked pretty damn good. Matchup looked amazing. Yes, next week has a good matchup too. I mean, he he has been playing less snaps, less than that's less snaps. So it's kind of a scary proposition if he's not getting that full workload that we are accustomed to get for him to get. Because Rashad White is getting like eating a little bit into it, you know. He's not, it's yeah, not, I think he had nine carries yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not totally off the bandwagon. I just think he's, we have to treat him more of like RB2 than RB1. He's a guy I never really liked anyway because he's a, he came from the Jackson Trader. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been very inefficient. Like he's averaging like, like three yards carry, three and a half. All right, cool. Um, yeah, and that's gonna wrap up the pits and the cages. I do want to sneak in a did you know for you, Eddie? Uh, it's off the Lamar Jackson talk. Uh, Sunday was Lamar Jackson's second career win as a starter with fewer than 10 completions. So he's finding ways to win the game. Well, that was that was probably since his rookie year because he didn't really throw that much. They treated him like Justin Fields' rookie year, yeah. Um, still, it's uh, it's quite interesting. All right. Uh, I guess it wasn't that interesting. This seems like other two. Like <laughs> Nobody said wow. That's why. Yeah. It's wow. fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it in there if I need to. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was one of my least uh, least good ones. That's why I gave it right now. By the way, did you guys like the new uh, opening for the Diginos? Jeez. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I shrunk together a bunch of uh, clips from just last episode. It was enough. It's all it takes. All right, cool. Let's run it. Uh, sorry, let's dive into the RKOs and the DDTs. Time to see who can uh, 
pull out the guy who's going to score most points next week. It's always competition. It's always competition. Man, that's doo-doo trash. I'll go first. Uh, so my RKO this week will be Michael Carter. I despite what you guys hey, said about Jason, here you go. I think I I think he's a must. Whoa. I think he's a must start regardless of the situation. Patriots aren't that tough of a matchup. They they've been, you know, susceptible to you know uh, running backs at least in the time being. But that doesn't matter to me because I think he's just going to get so much volume in this offense. Like regardless of what game script is, they could be behind, they could be ahead. He's going to be involved in the offense, and I think he's going to get at least eighty percent of the running back touches. That's enough for an RB two for me. So I think he's definitely a must start, especially a guy that you you were just stashing. Uh, it's I think I could give you the confidence to start him. So toss him in your lineups. I'll go next. I'm going to go uh, Rondell Moore, a player who I thought would flourish in the first six weeks with no Hopkins. Uh, He suffered through injury, and last week he was very underwhelming. But however, with the addition of Robbie Anderson, Rondell Moore will go back to his natural slot position because he's been running about 80% of his routes on the perimeter where he's, you know, not that great. So, and in his matchup this week, who they play? Oh, they play the uh, Minnesota Vikings. And their slot corner averages a 82% catch rate. So, Rondo Moore, I think, is a good bi-week filler as wide receiver three or even flex. So, I like and, it. Yeah, and the addition of DeAndre Hopkins is back. So we've got DeAndre yeah. Hopkins and Anderson on the outside. Rondo Moore in his natural position, I think, leads to success this week. I like it. I like it because... The, uh, he's got the speed for the slot position, too. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, he was forced to play on the outside, which... And he also has the height. Like, he could, like, disappear. He's so oh. small. If he disappeared, how are they going to throw the ball to him? No, I mean, like, the, the, like the defenders. Right, I, you, you know I'm fine with Andy. Come on. He's you don't have to, you're not he's to explain eye, yourself. He's, <laughs> eye level, he's eye level with Kyler. So, like, they see eye to eye. <laughs> he doesn't have to look up to him. All right. My favorite, next. My favorite uh, Kyler tweet was a few weeks ago. What was the week where he threw that uh, two-point conversion after running around for, like, two minutes? That was, like, three weeks, four weeks ago. We, yeah. Someone was like, oh, it looks like Mike trying to get my kid into the tub or bath time. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking lost it. I was like, oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I can go next with my RKO. Uh, it's going to be Matt Collins this week. The Saints give up the second most points uh, in the league. Uh, Derek Carr seems to like him in the long, the long passes. I think he's going to be a solid four or five receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown. Nice. So you're saying it's the return of the Mac? Oh, well, <laughs> was he ever gone, though? He's had solid games this year. Oh, actually, he had a zero a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> this past week was return of the Mac. Yeah. And then it's the continue, continue continuation return. of the Mac. Yeah. Continuation <laughs> of the Mac. <laughs> I think after the game against the Titans, he threw up a donut. No, it's good. Well Oh, jeez. He did yeah. well again. No, he, he did put well 34 points against the Titans. Yeah, yeah. 158 and a touchdown. He yeah. is really, he's really, he's really big. Do they call him Big Mac? All right, stop this. That's amazing. All right, Jack, give us your uh, RKO. <laughs> I kind of want one now. <laughs> My RKO this week is Alan Dillon. Um, they're playing the Cardinals. 
which I think should be a high-scoring game. Uh, I mean, most teams going to try to bracket Jefferson, so I feel like Thielen's going to be the guy with opportunity. He's been doing – he's been – Doing well with the opportunity he's been given, uh, with people bracketing Jefferson. I think he he could easily get ninety yards and two touchdowns this coming Sunday, and he is my RKO, especially when he had replaced people like Mike Williams, Juju, you know, Keenan Allen. These guys, I think he's the easy start. He's our, I think receiver two this week. I was actually looking at the stats for the uh, Cardinals defense. They're actually the the one team to blitz the most, um, out of any team in the league. Uh, they, blitz, they, they blitz on 37% of snaps. So Thielen's going to be his little nice little short route for him to uh, like a safety blanket. And I think Thielen will definitely do well. Uh, if you, I, if you look at Thielen's target share the last couple of weeks, eight, seven, nine, eight, seven, like that's, that's definitely a guy that you want in your lineups. Yeah. He's not like a man. Like Thielen's not the guy with, he's not going to break away speed anymore. He's just a guy who's going to get, he's not through. that guy, not that guy anymore. <laughs> I guess I'll yeah, go ahead. Wrap it up and give it to us. Give us your DDT. My DDT this week is Damian Pierce. Um, Whoa, that was my DDT last week. Really? He did well this week, though. So. He did. He did do well. Yeah. It looks like you're wrong, but this you're, week you're so excited. <laughs> yeah, you're so excited to be wrong for some reason. Be Wait, why, why, why? Why is he finding himself on our on our DDT list? I I I don't know what you did. I'm gonna give you my reasoning. They're playing the Titans. In a game where, I, cool. in a in a game where I think Titans are going to control the possession, score, uh, get ahead early, making Texans throw, and on top of that, besides Week One, after Week One, the Titans, Titans uh, run defense has been very solid. Yep. Jonathan Taylor, has, Jonathan Taylor has ninety three rushing yards in two games against them. They kept the whole entire Washington team under fifty yards rushing. Singletary had nineteen rushing yards. Jacobs, who's been tearing, destroying everyone, he only had 66 yards. I know 66 yards is okay, but he's been dropping like 150 on everyone in the last three weeks. They kept him on this, on this 100. So I feel like Damian Pierce is going to be stopped. Uh, I, and just feel like time's going to get ahead of the game and force him to throw a ball. And Damian Pierce is not the cash back as much as the, the youth Burkhead. Funny enough. Call, funny enough. Sorry, go ahead, Eddie. I was gonna say, stop calling him Damian Pierce. Call him Davion Pierce. Okay. <laughs> Wait, to add to it, they, the Titans have only allowed one rushing t- uh, touchdown. Yeah, oh, so. year two. To be fair, you... my reasoning last week was around the same thing. The Raiders were second in rush defense. Um, they were gonna score a lot of points quickly. Uh, they didn't do either of those things. And <laughs> they, they, they couldn't hold Damian Pierce. So let's see how the Titans do, right? Yeah. And if, if if he does well this week, is he is he matchup matchup proof? Yeah. Yep. No, he, he can he no longer be a DDT. He can no longer be a DDT. All right, fair, that's fair enough. Not yeah. matchup for he can no longer be on DDT list. He's forever off of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go out to Michael Carr is a better start than Damian. Okay. Ooh, that's pretty spicy. Sounds like a bold predict <laughs> for uh, Michael Carter. All right, Damian cool. off Pierce. Come on, make it a thing. Damian no, stop off. it. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, I'm gonna go oh, my turn. Uh, my K. Sorry, my DDT this week. It's going to be Geno Smith. Uh, funny enough, the Giants are second in blitz percentage and blitz this season. And they're one of the top, they're top six in points allowed per game. Going up against a decently high-powered Seattle offense. Uh, 
to be fair, there's also another stat I want to point out is that um, the Giants are giving up a lot of yards. Uh, it's not like they – it's just weird because they're giving up so many yards but not letting them score. As Eddie was complaining uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Ravens scored two, had 200 more yards than the Giants and they lost. Um, but yeah, I think – funny enough, I don't know if Geno Smith's going to do that well. Uh, I think they're going to get to him quickly. Uh, yeah, that's what I, that's my uh, DDT. Well, I'm going to continue this DDT trend, and I'm still going to continue to put some respect on the Giants' names because uh, my DDT this week is to go with your Geno Smith, this Tyler Lockett. Oh, nice. Uh, I just think the at this point, you could say this matchup is pretty brutal. Uh, to receivers, they've been like pretty locked down on these receivers, and I think without DK Metcalf, they could focus a lot on Lockett. So yeah, I'm pop Lockett, and I'm oh, dropping it. Yo, what, is, what, is wrong, what is wrong with you today, Eddie? Are you okay? I don't know. I don't know. You okay? I'm a, I'm... I think that's Nick in the zot in disguise right now. He's got like, yeah, he's the father of three. <laughs> With these puns. I mean, I should be puns. a father of three, but, uh, you know, since I'm Puerto Rican, but. Because of your heritage. Of oh, mine. boy. <laughs> we got in deep there. Okay. Uh, all right. Wrap us up for Jason. Uh, my DDT player this week is facing the number one rush defense, uh, the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to go Aaron Jones. In an offense that seems uh, just as bad as the, probably worse, probably worse than the Bucks situation was, um, they're playing in a very tough matchup and will probably be down early against the Buffalo Bills, who only allow three point five yards per attempt. Um, a tough matchup for Jones. I'd go elsewhere, maybe even Michael Carter. Oh boy, is Michael Over Carter Aaron better, Jones? Michael Carter a better playing Aaron Jones and Damian Pierce. Sounds like a vote for Dick. Jeez. <laughs> you, guys, vote for Dick. you guys like my RKO, huh? Oh, I forgot it's RKO. Well, damn, I should change it then because I feel like too many too many people agreeing. I'm, I'm you're jinxing it. I well, mean, we, I'm, we, I'm, I'm plugging in my lineup right now. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I did this was a. Uh, when Kelvin suggested somebody, oh, Corey, Corey total, Davis is Corey oh, Davis. It was a total fail. Yeah, another jet. <laughs> yeah, and I think he had four points that week. So hmm. good start. Well, I'm, I'm plugging in Michael Carter right now over AJ Dillon. Oh, that's I think that's nice. easy. I, yeah, I think yeah. that's. I mean, if Aaron Jones is your DDT, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, Aaron, AJ Dillon is going to do anything. Incoming AJ Dillon, seventy percent of snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's how that's, that's, a... that's how the cookie crumbles, right? Damn, I put up points this week. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap up the RKOs and the DDTs. Um, Why is Justin Fields' mouth so white? White? Like a fit of huge, wide. huge banana in there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could put a banana sideways in. Oh, oh that's boy! Impressive. Yeah. All right, let's Maybe go on to. Bananas. Oh boy. And I'm talking about Cox. That's what yeah, we, yeah, we got it. We got it. <laughs> I was going to say, how many glizzies can he throw in there? Oh, all of them. The ten. I, I think if you, Jason, Hassan, and Kenny, and Justin Fields was in a hot dog eating contest, Justin Fields would win. He would. Oh, yeah. I, he'll I, he'll, I he'll eat three at a time. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm one hot dog contest in, and I've learned from my mistakes. So he might You know, do you know I, I wouldn't put it past Hassan. He was so smooth about that contest. Yeah. Nah, Justin Fields will wipe the floor with us. 
He'll, have a, he'll eat three with three and once. I'll send him a tweet. <laughs> hey, you want to do a, a hot dog eat off? Me and my friends. Yeah. There's three hot dogs. Wild, wild, wild card weekend since they won't be. <laughs> Come by for a glizzy contest. That'd be great. Let's see what he says. Yeah. But yeah, let's go on to our bold predicts. Uh, well, collectively, uh, I think we already penciled in Michael Carter for the game of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to point out. I think uh, so. Me and Jack both had a bold predict hit last week. So we're oh. all we're all tied at one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I didn't get to. Uh... No, we gave oh, you one. Right. I, know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. I heard you guys. You guys shouted my name. The A Rob one. Yeah. Uh. So we're all at one. It's not bad. Uh. Seven weeks in, we have four, four bull predicts out of what twenty eight. <laughs> not twenty eight. We don't no. have four people. That's true. That's true. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. At least These are also three, right? bold, man. They're supposed to be bold. That's true. You're right too. It makes sense. I mean, any hits, right? It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Let's get on with this week's bold predicts. All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa! This week, that's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold, bold predicts. predicts. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. I my bold predict this week is another running back. On the ground this week, I think he's gonna rush for two hundred plus yards and score two touchdowns again. And his name is Roheem Mostert. You said uh, wait, two hundred? When, when did he do two hundred touchdowns? Huh? When did he do two hundred two touchdowns? But what? When you said again? When did he do two hundred and two touchdowns? Oh man, I mean again as a pick a running back for our, last week I did one hundred fifty plus. Oh, I see, I see. This week I'm gonna go on higher and said two hundred plus. Two hundred four yeah. yards. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. 200 total. That's yards. still, it's still, you okay. Like I said, oh, okay. I'm okay with that now. <laughs> and two touchdowns for he most of It's against the Lions. The, the defense just sucks so bad. Look at the Cowboys. Their offense sucked. <laughs> the Lions allow the second most points to running backs. It's just, a, a, and the Dolphins are a very good offense in general. They can't do any, they can't stack the box. And Rohim Monster has the breakaway speed. We haven't, haven't seen. Him break a seven-yard touchdown, yeah. And he always does that when he's healthy. I think it's going to happen this week. So I'm going with him. Damn, 200. So he's a must-start. Yep, must-start. He's going to finish number one, then. That's oh, yeah. Option. My goodness. All right. Well, it uh, has to be bold, right? So you know. You're right. It has to be bold. It does. All right, I'll All go right. next. I'm going a little bold. I'll Michael stay on the ground. No, no, no. I'll stay on the ground. <laughs> this team is playing the worst. I mean, well, this team is playing the team that allows the most points to fantasy football running backs. This is the Tennessee Titans, but I'm not going to go with the running back you think. I'm going to go a little modest because this guy's probably started in 0.000% of leagues. So I'm going to say about 12 points, which is a touchdown, a couple catches on the ground. So a good flex start. Dontrell Hilliard will be a startable flex position running back this week. Wow. Well, Dontra Hiller did drop a touchdown, didn't he, this past week? Uh, he did. Yeah, and then he had two again in week one. Yeah. So, well, that's spicy. Yeah, I mean, I feel Dontra like... Hilliard or Aaron Jones now? <laughs> <laughs> Dontra Hilliard. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Why not? He'll finish with more points <laughs> than Aaron Jones. Is. <laughs> Damn. To make it to spice it up a little more. All right. We'll add that to the bowl predict. And so not only is this 12 points, he'll finish above Aaron Jones. Yeah. 
Aaron Damn. Jones finished with eight. Damn. Okay. All right. I can go next. I'm also going with running backs this week. Did you guys know that the two teams, Giants and Seahawks, give the most rush yards of any teams this season? So I'm going both Saquon and Kent Walker will break 120 and a touchdown this week. Ooh. On the ground. That's spicy. Man, Kenny Walker looks so Ke- – oh, sorry, Kemba Walker, as uh, <laughs> my coworker likes to call him. Kemba. He's like, I drafted this guy, Kay Walker. I was like, he's like, is Kemba Walker playing uh, – <laughs> but look what he fell into. He he looked so good last week. Man, he oh, he's... yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. I mean, even last week he looked great too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, he's and, a he's a fast individual. And Saquon's looking like his old self. He looks really good too. So I think mm-hmm. it's not be I, I should I should move this up to one fifty and touchdown, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna get one twenty. Nah, what, nah, two people one twenty. That's that's be pretty bold. Yeah. Speaking of two people doing things, I'm not going in the direction you think I. But that was a sex joke, but uh... <laughs> I know we were waiting for you to continue. Uh, today, uh, the first time since, in an NBA game since 1983, where two teams had two guys go over 35 points. On the Grizzlies, you had Morant and Desmond Bain. And then on the Nets, uh, Kyrie and Durant. Oh, that's crazy. They all had over 35 points. It was the first time since 1983. It's crazy. Wow. I know not football related, but it was pretty impressive. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Wow. That that deserves a wow. And I have to point out that the Nets got their ass beat. So I like to say that. (laughs) All right. And Eddie, uh, your last one. So my bold predict for this week, the God Slinger is that what he's saying? Gosling. Sam, yes, God Goslinger. Where, 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 where are you getting Sam God? El- where is God? Isn't that what he from? said? Wait, where, what where, he... where is God coming from, though? I heard Goslinger before. Why not put God in front of it? The slinger sounds boring. Oh, what's your ball slinger? I think he has to earn the weird. name. So he's about... slinging. So he's slinging God around. Is that what you're saying? He's throwing he's God here. slinging. Of uh, sling, slinger, sling isn't that like a app? Sling. It's called Sling TV. How about that? You <laughs> have to watch him on TV to see him sling the ball. Putting up blood. Uh, the mass mass slinger. That All doesn't right. sound right. The god slinger sounds better. Okay, so right. Sam I hope Ellinger. This guy is dog shit. I hope. So <laughs> <laughs> we can stop Sam... talking about the cult. <laughs> well, no, I. I'm I'm talk I'm gonna talk about him positively. Sam Ellinger, I think he's gonna be a waiver wire picker after this week. I think you should start him now. He's gonna be in a lot of my DFS leagues too. Uh 245, two passing touchdowns, 70 rushing yards. I think he's gonna be a top five quarterback. Top and five quarterback? This week, Jeez. yes. Uh they're he's they're playing the rate. This uh, let me give you my reasoning. They're playing the Raiders. They just gave the great uh Slim Savad. No, no Savad Slim. Savad Slim, they get the uh, Davis Mills. Uh, they gave up three over three hundred and two touchdowns to him, and he was a top, and he was a top five uh, quarterback last week too. So I think it's going to continue, and I think Sam Ellinger is definitely worth the start. I will start him over. Well, who's a spicy name? Uh, let's start see. him over Lamar Jackson. Back, Lamar Jackson. No. Especially since Justin Herbert and what's his name is on by uh, Pat Mahomes. Lamar Jackson. I'm not starting him over Lamar Jackson. 
Lamar. You kept ignoring me. <laughs> I know. Lamar Jackson. Um, we, start good. We, we start him over Dak. I would start him over his counterpart. Uh, you just going to ignore that? us? Yes. <laughs> Why? That's a valid question. I think that's valid. Well, no. I'm not starting him over Lamar Jackson, but I would start him over. I said Dak. No, Jackson. Yeah, oh, you said Dak? Dak oh. for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for names, but fine. I, I'll start him over Dak. I'll start, I'll start him over Dak. Okay. Okay. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> would you start him over? Um, uh, sorry, um, Trevor Lawrence? Yes. Top 10 fantasy quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. What about yep. Tua? No, two is playing Detroit. What about uh Lamar Jackson? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not Lamar Jackson. What about uh, uh you, what about Kyler you Murray? Like Daniel Jones, right? This week you said earlier. Uh what did you say? Kyler Murray? No, not Kyler Murray. So you are you trying to name players that uh that could get them out of my top five? Yes. Can I just be top five? <laughs> no, no, I'm just naming players that ha- have had like up and down season, like Kyle Murray hasn't had an amazing season. But he has D Hop back, so I'm I'm starting at all at all costs. Yeah, so name your top five. Who who's gonna finish top five quarterback? Next? I'm not doing that. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> That's gotta be a drop. Please turn that into a drop. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I even use that drop? I don't know. Just randomly use it. When he's on pits and cages, I mean, when he's yeah. a pit. <laughs> Every week at the, ve- at the very end of the uh the pits and cages intro. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Did you know right. Lamar Jackson? <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap up the bull like predicts. The, um, the new LeBron James that LeBron James kid. LeBron James. Yeah, that kid. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Um yeah, I was looking at the wrong oops. What, what happened? <laughs> so they are not playing the Raiders, but still, fuck it. Top five. They're playing Washington. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> they're playing they're playing Washington. Your whole thing was so on he's ma- he's matchup proof. Matchup proof. Matchup proof, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. That's gonna wrap up. Uh, and the bowl predicts. I'm a dyslexic, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're we're gonna jump into uh the did you knows? And I have quite a few oh. of them today. So, at the drop, I love this part of the show. Oh, I know, I know. As as, as as you said in the in the, in the uh, opening, <laughs> my favorite part, something like that. Yeah. You know what time it is? It's the did you knows. My favorite segment. Whoa. I wow. Know. Oh my god. Wow. Oh really? Really? Oh. Wow. I'm gonna get started with Joe Burrow, your fancy quarterback, Jason. Ooh, love that guy. Joe Burrow tied Matthew Stafford for the fourth fastest quarterback to reach nine thousand yards, doing so in only thirty-three career games. Amazing. Amazing. And and he's he's I mean he had a rough start to the year, but he's looked really good last. He's, a number, he's so. a number three quarterback right now. Amazing. He's been uh, incredible. Well, they they're opening up the <laughs> offense for him. Amazing. He's it also ahead. He's oh, one ahead of man. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next one, another quarterback. Uh, wait, that. Oh wait, Kelvin, that's also your season long bowl prediction. 
It is. Joey it is. B. Joe, yeah. yeah, it is. Joey Shiesty. We should do a recap next week, see how they're doing about eight games in. Uh, all right, moving on to next. Did you know? Did you guys know Daniel Jones? Ah, oh, my God. Did you guys know Daniel Jones joins Lamar Jackson as the, <laughs> only, as the only players in 2022 with 200-plus passing yards, 100-plus rushing yards, one passing touchdown, and one rushing touchdown? Oh, yeah. Nice. Only yeah. quarterbacks to do it since 2016 are Lamar Jackson, Kyle Murray, Josh Allen, and now Daniel Jones. Oh, wow. Jalen Hurts didn't do it? Okay. Nobody quality. There's a lot of equality in that list. <laughs> <laughs> it's half and half, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. He it looks like, like a else. he looks like a Daniel, runs like a Jones. <laughs> that was that was said. That was that was said multiple times on Sunday. <laughs> That's so good. All right. Moving on. Peter, quarterback. you're welcome. Peter, you're welcome for that. Yeah, Peter, Peter said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so multiple, multiple a, times. He's a he's a comedian, so you know he, he tells good jokes. Yeah. Uh, next one. Did you, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys know Aaron Rodgers had only 47 passing yards on 15 attempts in the first half? The Packers linebacker Campbell had more yards on his pick six. Uh, 63 than all the Packers receivers combined in the opening oh, half. Oh, Damn. Damn. That's Man, brutal. At the best. very end of the game when Rodgers just laid there face down on the on the <laughs> Oh, it's after oh, that uh, hot potato. <laughs> yeah. I just felt so bad for him. Yeah. Why? I mean, I mean he hasn't been good this year. Blame yeah, him. He's, no, throwing, I mean, he's throwing some shitty balls downfield. Throw it down. Check it down. Just check it out every play. Legacy-wise. I mean, his legacy is not going to get affected by this. I mean, Devontae Adams is his legacy. Oh. Hmm. I mean, Eddie is complaining because he has Aaron Jones. He's not getting any checkdowns. Well, this past week he had nine, so that's fine. He had a good game, though. Yeah. He finished with like 20, 20 plus, right? 28. Hmm. All right. Did you guys know? Josh Jacobs joined Hall of Famer Marcus Allen as the only players with three plus rushing touchdowns in the second half of a game in Raiders history. Sheesh. That's a good name to be with. Yeah. Yep. Good thing they uh they picked up his fifth year, huh? Is this, <laughs> is this his fifth year? It is, right? This is his contract year. Oh yeah. man. Well, this is his fourth year. He was supposed to pick it up, yeah. but they didn't. Gotcha. Dumb I mean, I, I wouldn't have. Why not? Coming into the season, yeah, well, you you get to pay him what? Not that much in his final year. I mean, paying running backs is never really paid paid off, you know. But you're not well, paying yeah. him a lot. It's still a rookie contract. Yeah, I, I guess the option. Yeah. That that was two big running backs coming off free agent, huh? Saquon and Josh Josh Jacobs. Jacobs and Rashad Penny. Yeah. Okay. And is Alvin <laughs> Kamara on the contract? No, he signed a big contract two years ago. Oh. Oh, yeah, you did. All right. All right, on to the next one. Did you guys know Jets are the first team since the 2011 Tim Tebow-led Broncos to win consecutive games with 105 or less passing yards? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's not <laughs> You guys sounded so disgusted by it. Didn't Lamar, wait, Lamar Jackson was close to that, too. But he didn't do it. We had uh, how many passing yards did you have this past week? I mean, he had more than 105 last week. He had 120 this week. But he had 105 over 105 last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what the? 
Two consecutive yeah. games. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Impressive. It's very impressive. Man, the, the Zach Wilson is not not good at football. Yeah, that or they're just. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's all defensively, and yeah, you know, one breakaway run here, and then one passing touchdown on, on the year. I don't know what one passing touchdown. Just one. Oh wow! <laughs> started four games, yep, three games, four games, four games, one passing touchdown. Who was it to? Uh, do you really want to see? Let's see. Uh, Corey Davis. Okay, best Corey Davis. Probably Corey Davis. It, that's it, why. That's why Kelvin told Jason to start. I think so. <laughs> yep, it's Corey Davis. Yeah, Corey Davis. Let's go to real does, CD. But he does have one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown, and one receiving. and one receiving. Yeah. <laughs> Taysom Hill. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. Oh, before I go next one, uh, I just want to give a little small history. Not even history lesson. It's a couple years ago. Uh, NFL Next Gen Stats added uh, expected rush yards. You guys know about this? Yep. Yeah. So basically, it's defined as how many rush yards a ball carrier expected to gain on uh, on a given carry based on location, speed, and direction of blockers and defenders. Uh, and wow. ba- and off of that, they have the rushing yards over expected, which has been a commonly used stat in the last two years to kind of see uh, running backs are producing. Um, their defensive line. Yeah, exactly. Like if the based on how their defensive line is doing or how the sorry, offensive line or how the D line is doing, they're doing better than than them. They're doing great without them too. Uh so to stem off that, did you guys know Kent Walker reached twenty two miles per hour on a 74 yard touchdown run? It's the fastest speed by a ball carrier in NFL this season. He also had a plus eighty seven rushing yards over expected, uh the fourth most R R Y O E in a single game this season. Wow, impressive! impressive. He looks so good. I was trying to call him uh, OB One Ken. Walker. All right, going amazing. on to the next no, one. Amazing! I didn't know Ken Obi. Ken Obi. Shut up, Eddie. What were you saying? Just Skywalker. Ken Obi Skywalker. All right, on to the next oh. one. Did you guys know McCole Hardman is the first wide receiver in the Super Bowl era with two or more rushing touchdowns and one or more receiving touchdowns in a single game? Oh, that's that's kind of weird. That never happened before. It is weird, right? When I read that, I was like, whoa, this is... I guess how many... Sorry, what? I feel like Chase Claypool came close to that. I mean, I don't think he rushes the ball. Oh, yeah, he did rush the ball a lot, right? It was his rookie year. I think he had a couple rushing touchdowns. Hmm. In the same game, though, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he had like a four touchdown game. I'm none of them were r- rushing. Time uh, to look at the game log, yeah. Go ahead, might have been three touchdowns, passing three receiving, receiving touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. Anyway, and to wrap it up, uh, did you guys know Kenny Pickett has now thrown seven interceptions in his first four career games? The only rookie quarterback to throw five or more plus picks in his first four career games. Is Hall of Famer Teddy, hey, Teddy no Terry oh. Bradshaw, who oh. went on to win a, four Super Bowls with the franchise. Oh, looks like he's oh. in one Super Bowl in a few years. It looks like he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's given four Super Bowls right now, right? Yep. Why even bother playing out? I'll waste time. I'll waste yeah. time. Exactly. Exactly. So Chase, gonna... Chase Chase Claypool had seven for one ten three touchdown three receiving touchdowns. You're right. Yeah, and one rushing. Yep. And that's gonna wrap up. 
the DigiNos. Uh, yeah. And that's actually going to wrap up this podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, it's fun times, guys. We got <laughs> a lot going on today, especially Eddie's nonsense. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. Could, it's I'll, not just I'll, my nonsense. I don't know if I can edit it all out. I'm going to leave it all in there. I will have my favorite tweet from this I'm week. A, wait, oh, leave oh, it yeah, all yeah, out. yeah, that's right. You know what? Actually, hold on, hold on. You want to I, I couldn't, I couldn't find a lot of good ones, but one caught my eye because it had to do with the Colts. And of uh, course, it did. <laughs> as we all know, I don't like them, and they combined basketball and football together. Uh, Jacob Guns dot MP3 said, "The Colts going to start tanking for Victor Webanyama." <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one I liked. That's it made one. me chuckle. <laughs> But uh, I'll try and I'll try and come with about like four or five next week. Nice, nice. Um, yep, that's gonna wrap up this week seven point five. Sorry, not even a week. Episode seven point five. Uh, any last words, fellas? Whoa! No. Damn. Any last words? <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm under a gun. Are you gonna kill me? No, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. How, how, how could I possibly kill you over internet? That sounds, uh, that I don't like know, a- Kevin. You, you you are the tech genius over here. I'm I'm pretty sure you could figure that out somewhere. I do have oh, two like last- threat to me. <laughs> I do have two words. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay up on you guys. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I'm about to go nuts. That's gonna that's gonna wrap up for us. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YFTS Podcast. Oh, we have a new logo coming out, so you'll see that soon on the Spotify. Or oh the, yes, 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 yes. Or the uh, whatever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week, everybody. Um, waiver wires, big week, big week. Yep. Uh, and good luck. Good luck to Peace. all. Yes. Peace out, man.